All right, here we go. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, doom, 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 baby, <laughs> on board, something, something, Burt Ward. Music news show. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. All right, it's music, music news show. This is uh, August 1st, 2013. Kyle Meredith, Aaron Keen, uh, Sean Cannon. <laughs> totally forgot your name for a second. The other one. I did. The other one. Hey, welcome, guys. Let's do some music news. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, so over at Barrel House, which is a literary journal, um, so Kyle, that means it has larger words in it. but Like large print. Mm, yeah, uh, multisyllabic, actually. <laughs> but it's a pop culture-themed literary journal, and one of their fun new features In other online... Words, it's for nerds. Yes, just like us. Online, there's whoa, a, whoa, a, a whoa, column whoa. that's been happening for a couple of months by Courtney Mom called Ethem. I don't know, John Mayer's Guide to Foraging. <laughs> is John Mayer a foraging expert? Well, um, once he got all the... What are they, the nodules or whatever? Well, he does wear a cowboy hat now. On his... Um, I don't on, think on his people that throat, wear cowboy hats are foragers, he just had to, to be clear. He basically stop snarfing down barbecue and Dr. Pepper mm. for lunch and um, drinking, we call her his, Katy Perry. drinking his weight in <laughs> gin every night, according to his doctor. So they're just um, slightly melancholic in tone, um, completely fictional essays detailing John Mayer's <laughs> life in food right now. Such um, as I love that you qualified that with completely fictional, as if there was a world in which uh, John Mayer is this funny. <laughs> no, well, well, is, I think no. John well, Mayer is hilarious unintentionally. Mm, unintentionally, yes. This, there, there's some craft behind this. I'm just thinking where she gives he gives her notes and then she fleshes them out. <laughs> that where it's not entirely fictional, where he's like, "Here, this is what I, I mean." Found I think she week. basically follows his Twitter and kind of like charts, you know, where he's been and what he's doing, and mm-hmm. then and then fills in all of the. So that is really kind of what happens then. I had to cancel the French leg of my battle studies tour because of food poisoning from subpar Danish catering. The French don't know me now. (laughs) (laughs) I open up my thermos of aloe vera soup and try not to gag at the slightly spermy smell of it. I've got an iced ginger tea to go along with it and a banana oatmeal cookie for dessert. All of these so-called super ingredients are supposed to help with my acid reflux and also get my bloat down. What do you want? I finally got a girlfriend after a long time in the desert, and Katy Perry likes to eat. We took down all kinds of monstrosities on our 15 dates. Blue cheese stuffed ribeye, double cream filled donuts, mac and cheese parmesan. And then it goes on to compare this that way to a particularly seedy sex act. Yeah, this is way better than his I want to hear record. the next part. Um, Sean, well, you go to barrelhousemag.com and you okay. can you fasten can absolutely follow John Forge John Mayer's guide to foraging. John Eat Mayer them, porn. I don't know. John Mayer porn. <laughs> uh, turning our attention to punk rock. <laughs> Who's disappointed us today, kids? Uh, Ian Mackay. Ian, Ian Mackay disappointed us today, kids. You know that here's the thing. Like, I feel like okay, I am of the Generation X. I'll just say it because I'm old. <laughs> I am on the tail end of it, but I'm still kind of squarely in in that territory of people who still, when they were teenagers, debated the you know the the relative merits and um, demerits of those who sold out. Selling out. I like Selling that you out. make it sound like people that are squarely placed in Generation X ever stopped having that conversation. Well, I mean, I think <laughs> I still we are having the conversation Wait, what is right the now. Line? We didn't sell out. We bought in. Um, yeah, no, right. That's, what is, that's from um, 
uh, SLC Punk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't sell out time. I bought in. Um, wow. But, you know, you, the thing is, is that you can always, usually, one could always count on someone like Ian MacKay to, like, keep it real even as he's getting evicted or something, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. being staunchly anti-commercial and just being completely uninterested in that side of rock music. However, you can now buy Minor Threat shirts at Urban Outfitters. Just to be clear, he didn't put them there. Is there anything more bougie than a Minor Threat t-shirt from Urban Outfitters? First of all, people were mad because they thought they were bootlegs. Urban Outfitters is good at that. Do they mi- do that? I would say um, a Minor Threat uh, shiffer robe from Pottery Barn could be more bougie. Um, but <laughs> No, so he, so the I deal want, is I want, I want. the deal is um, Discord doesn't make shirts, but there's tons, and therefore there's tons of bootlegged minor threat merch floating around up there. So he set Discord up with a T-shirt, a California company, to um, license official tees, and then that company sells them to Urban Outfitters. Ian McKay basically says, "I just don't give up." See that's the beauty of t-shirts. it. That's the beauty of it. He keeps all of his cred intact by using the f word a few times. I guess. Do I, I think guess. it's absurd? Yes, I certainly do. MFers paid twenty eight dollars. That's why they want to pay their shirts. I, nice. I, I, yeah, I mean, so I find this very interesting sort of thing. Like, I don't want bootlegs out there. Like, that upsets me. So we have to have some official license shirt. Like, if you really didn't give an F about t-shirts, then wouldn't you care would about fine. bootlegs? Wouldn't yeah. bootlegs be basically like people passing around mixtapes or whatever? Sure. I mean, like, Kinda if you really want to get down to it. I will say, it, this well, guy has I mean, I wouldn't be okay will. with it. I would want I would want to license shirts yeah. and retain I think he's got a good enough stuff. will to balance this out. I think that's fine. I mean, I love the idea, though, of like some completely like doofy hipster girl buying the Minor Threat t-shirt and wearing it. And it's going to become the new Ramon symbol. Yes, yes. It's going to be a target. Minor Threat, the new Target symbol. next year. Mark my words. That's what all the, the like the floppy haired tweens are going to get in their Christmas stockings mm. in 2014. Can't wait. I mean, you gotta you gotta think about it like this though. It's it's not so much that he's like, oh, there shouldn't be bootlegs. I want to make my own T-shirts. It's I'm not gonna leave that money on the table. There's a reason why Ian Mackay is the richest DIY straight edge punk dude. Who never lost his cred? Sure, Henry Rollins might have more money, but like I said, so never Mackay, lost his cred. How does Ian McKay manage to Airheads. retain that cred whilst not leaving money on the table? Because I thought basically cred, like that was like the, that was actually the currency you gained in return for leaving all the money on the table. I'm just that a saying, Beatles lyric: "The currency you give is the." <laughs> no, it's... But also, I would say it at least partially has to do not so much with leaving money on the table as being in control of what's happening. Because if people are bootlegging your T-shirts... Which they've done for like 20 years. So, right. you know, to, to, to now suddenly go like, oh, I don't know. But then again, you know... I but mean, who knows TV, how long yeah. they've been doing this. This is just, this is just when it uh, became known to the public when people... Because the only reason that anybody knows now is because someone specifically did an interview with him and asked, what's the deal with those bootleg T-shirts? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're not bootleg. What? <laughs> Suddenly they're not bootleg anymore. But you know what? Here's the thing. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay true to my roots. I will only buy my my minor threat T-shirts out of the back of a guy's Ford Taurus parked outside of the flea market. Thank you very much. Well, if you've ever cred. ever talk about, cred. Uh, talk about cred. cred, 
if you've ever wanted to hit Jack White up to you know help you preserve something, now is the time because that's what the dude's doing. Jack White's a, a one man preservation Kickstarter, basically. That's right. um, he just gave uh, two hundred thousand dollars to the national to the Minor Threat T Shirt Association. <laughs> you could buy so many Urban Outfitters T shirts with that. He gave two hundred thousand dollars to something else that's dead, right? The National First Reco- Detroit, now this. The National Recording <laughs> Preservation <laughs> Foundation. That's an organization that's dedicated to um, basically preserving America's recorded sound history mm-hmm. so all of those fart noises that sean cannon has recorded and put up on soundcloud one day will somehow be archived oh praise the lord mm-hmm. <laughs> praise the lord um it's the first donation that the the group has received according to billboard and their executive director says um we can put up a basic structure begin enacting the preservation plan and give out our first grants so hopefully this will draw some attention to the organization as well mm-hmm. and um other folks who maybe have some crimes in the sound recording area to atone for might kick some of their ill-begotten gains their way as well he's uh the uh, modern day alan lomax that work? No, 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 not at all. No. Actually, he's no. preserving sound. He's preserving sound. He's not going out there into the field and actually recording it or he's, finding yeah. musicians or anything. Booth, he's right? basically giving money to an organization that might also write grants to the Alan Lomax yeah. Foundation. So it's all yeah. a little less action packed than that. He's really. sitting up in his ivory tower, and I mean that literally. I'm pretty sure Jack White has like he, an actual. He, well, he wears in, in to striped, which he wears a, a white, wizard cape, ivory yeah. and crimson red. <laughs> he has a, a pet dragon. Yeah, it's and pretty a, cool. And a monkey butler. Jack, a monkey on meth. Two, yes. mon- two monkey butlers, monkey in butler. fact. They, one is actually, on meth, the other is just straight. I mean, hey, if you guys have been to the monkey. Third Man Studios in Nashville, when you ring the bell, actually a monkey butler lets you in. He has wings, too. Yes. They're not real wings. They're just glued on the back. <laughs> Stapled. Like unscrewed. Exactly. All <laughs> right. I think, I think we're done. Yeah, here. all right. Aaron Keen, Sean Cannon. We'll see you next week.